Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our region who produce, prepare, and preserve our regional foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. The song that you just heard was sung by East Tennessee's own. Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. Today we're setting the table with a cattle show, a couple of young up-and-coming farmers, Mary Constantine and her memories of raising two boys on a cattle farm, as well as a recipe for Vietnamese beef stew, and we've got a lovely gospel song from Merle Haggard. And it sure is an honor and a privilege to be able to have your good company. So let's get started. It's the 2016 Spring Blount County Cattle Show. We visit with Anna and Will, a brother and sister team who are going to be competing along with other high school students ranging from grades 5 to 12 on different levels today out at the Heritage Livestock Facility in Blount County for a big cattle show. These kids have worked so hard for months and months raising their cattle, and today is their big day. The first part of this interview, we're going to talk with John Waters. He is one of the teachers at Heritage High School, and he's in charge of the Heritage Livestock Facility, so he's going to explain how important this program is and share details of this event and how these kids got involved even when they didn't have any experience with agriculture and their parents didn't own land. We are sitting here at Heritage High School in the Livestock facility. It's called the Heritage Livestock Facility and we're visiting with John Waters. That's J-O-N. Good to see you. Good to see you again, Mr. Waters. So what we're talking about today is the Blount County Cattle Show. Um, who gets to compete in this thing? Any, any student fourth through the twelfth grade that is either enrolled in 4-H or FFA at the high school level. So anything through the, the, the Tennessee uh, State Show through UT, the University of Tennessee, is 4th through 12th grade. And so anybody is eligible in that or anybody that's in FFA 9 through 12th. So anyone in this year we have, uh, right now it looks to be 11 exhibitors and 21 cattle that will be shown Saturday. That's a good crowd. Nice group. Mm -hmm. It should be a nice group. 
Are they coming from different schools all over? Yes, ma'am. Uh, several are from, from here, high, the Heritage High School, and then we've got uh, several that are in the middle school. I believe there'll be three coming from the middle school and eight high schoolers. I see. I think will be the way the breakdown ends up if everybody comes. The show starts at 12. Is there an admission to get in? No, ma'am. It's free. Okay. No, no admission price, so everybody can come out and enjoy the day free of charge and hopefully see some beautiful cattle. Absolutely. If there are people that are wanting to be in this kind of a thing, but they haven't yet participated, how do they get involved? Well, if they're in the elementary or middle schools, mm -hmm. it would obviously be through 4-H mm -hmm. and uh, the Blount County 4-H and our department here has got a really nice working relationship. If they're in high school, uh, it can be FFA or 4-H, or if it's elementary or middle school, uh, they need to contact the Blount County Extension Office at 982-6430 and talk with uh, James McMillan would be the livestock person there to speak with. Well, we saw two of your kids and their cows just now. We saw Will and Anna's cows and they are really beautiful. Does that mean that they have come here morning and night and taken care of these animals? Yes, ma'am. It's, uh, you know, 7.30 tonight, and, and they are here doing their nightly responsibilities. We were to have uh, two more students tonight, but uh, both of those called just a little bit earlier and said they could not be here. Mm -hmm. And then we've got uh, some other students, uh, obviously, that don't house their cattle here. They're housed at uh, their homes. Mm -hmm. So uh, not all the cattle are housed here, but the ones that may or may not have a place to house their cattle at their home can, can house their cattle here at the livestock facility. So. That's a good thing. See, so many people don't have a place for their animals, and I didn't know it till I came over here that people don't have to have land or live on a farm to experience agriculture in 4-H if they're in a high schooler here at this school, is that right? That, that is correct, and even most of our agriculture students here, uh, between myself and Mr. Dallin, most really don't have an extensive background in, in the agriculture industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just a sign of the times, obviously, right now, you yes. know, the, mm -hmm. the number of farms and that population. So uh, mm -hmm. they, they hear about it from word of mouth and, you know, through the students and things of that nature at school and they sign up. And uh, I, we, we have, in my opinion, a nice, uh, animal science program here. Mr. Dallin teaches a veterinary science and th those classes are full. So we just have a, we have a nice animal science thing here at Heritage right now. You really do. I love that cow. He keeps, he keeps talking with us. Talking to us. Is it lonely? Well, it's feeding time. Oh. They're, <laughs> They're wanting to be fed and watching us stand here and talk, so they're trying to get our attention. <laughs> I'm a little bit that way. If there's a hot pan of cornbread on the stove and someone was sitting there talking, I'd be mooing if that's all I knew how to stay. I'd be mooing well, too. Obviously, talking about the cattle show, it would need to be a grilled hamburger <laughs> at, at home right now. So. <laughs> oh, mercy. 
so I wanted to say too, this livestock facility that you have and all of these great programs and classes that you teach with this, little do people know that this does not receive any dollars from the government that, that is correct, and, and we do have a lot of expenses here from, you know, light bulbs to repairing uh, our scales mm -hmm. to things of that nature. Uh, mm -hmm. We're, we're self-supporting, and, and sometimes it gets difficult, but we've, we've made it work so far. But mm -hmm. uh, it, is a, it is a facility for the county to use. You know, as the Blount County Cattle Show this Saturday, we, we do the Blount County Hog Show here as well have done the Blount County Poultry Show. You know, it's not just uh, heritage kids that, that get to enjoy the facility. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it is a county facility that is used for all county events that, you know, need to be here, so. And it's important, if our youth is not involved with agriculture, where are we gonna be? That's correct. I think it opens the kids' eyes when they see in my business class, business and marketing class, you know, we talk about the expenses and how, how to best market this and even to, to gain sponsorship for, for this upcoming show. Because mm -hmm. obviously there's not, you know, the kids involved that, you know, say is in athletics or football or something like that. It's just a select few. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a select few that, that can, can earn a livelihood when they graduate as well. So that's the thing that we like to, you know, we can talk about it in class and then come out here and put it into put it into action and let them have some hands-on experience that will truly help them receive a better education. And if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own WDVX. After the short break, we'll hear from Anna and Will, a brother and sister team competing today at 12 noon at the Cattle Show. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles, from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes, to a country club affair with a custom creation. With a full selection of ready-made designs, or they can create custom designs for your special event. Images of their ready-made designs and details on custom orders and appointments at magpiescakes.com. Magpies Cakes. All butter, all the time. Let's return to our discussion about the 2016 Spring Blunt County Cattle Show and hear from the kids about their cows and from Mr. Waters who tells us what some of the graduates are doing with their lives now and how they benefited from this experience. You've got several people who've been through here and and what are they doing now? We have several that have went through our program and we've got several right now that are actually um, going through vet school uh, mm -hmm. and we had one uh, one student that told us Saturday that she got into a vet tech program at Columbia State and then we've got kids that you know obviously will go into mowing services you mm -hmm. know for lawn care maintenance from the mm -hmm. mechanical standpoint but but again the, through the animal science field uh, we've had uh, 
six or seven kids last fall went through the artificial insemination class through select sires and now they're certified that they can you know artificially breed their own cattle or, or, or breed other people's cattle for money and, and you know make some money that way for the kids so mm -hmm. just just uh, many different opportunities yeah you know that the kids can you know kind of kind of find their niche mm -hmm. and, and what they'd like to maybe pursue mm -hmm. and that's sort of we kind of give them a little bit of a little bit of knowledge about a lot of things and then they can you know find out what they want to do and go into it that way so that's rewarding to see them come back and say hey this is what i'm going to do and yes that young lady saturday was just as proud as as you could imagine you know to get that acceptance letter oh, so yes. absolutely and jacob here is going to work on a farm and you didn't have any agricultural experience before you started school here, did you? No, ma'am. I actually joined, uh, well, it's my program of study. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you always had to pick one when you're in high school for a freshman. And I picked it my freshman year, so I had ag classes four years now. Wow. So I hopefully will be working on a farm after I graduate high school. That's just fantastic. Now, Miss Anna, are you going to go into agriculture or do you know oh yes definitely um i look up to my dad a lot and mm -hmm. my papa but mostly just my dad because mm -hmm. i love to be around the cows and the animals mm -hmm. i just love showing the cows and i know that i definitely want to take ag while dad is still here mm -hmm. teaching at heritage so absolutely just something i love to do now um mr waters can i ask you your your dad's name they've referenced papa so, will you tell us your daddy's name? Yes, ma'am. His name is Mose Waters. And he is, continues to be a full-time farmer uh, to this day. And my, my younger brother's a full-time farmer. And, and they run uh, our family farm that's been been a family for many years. It's M&W Farms. But they're, the, they're our two full-time farmers. And then we have an older brother that works for... Anderson Lumber Company. So. Really? Well, I'll be. Well. And if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own WDVX. For more information about this event, please visit TennesseeFarmTable.com. Look for the link that says, Listen to the Show. You'll find more information about this cattle show right there. And if you think you're going to go out there today, you might want to bring a chair. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? And now it's In the Kitchen with Mary Constantine, food writer for the Knoxville New Sentinel. I raised my two boys on an 80-acre farm where we cared for 20 head of cattle. For 20 years, I had all the grass-fed beef in the freezer that I ever needed. And we traded a neighbor beef for pork. So I was blessed with homemade sausage, thick-cut pork chops, and pork tenderloin, too. 
And I'm ashamed to admit this, but I never appreciated what a blessing it was to have that in my freezer. That is, until the farm had to be sold and I began purchasing my meat at the grocery store. Not only did it hurt my pocketbook, but I also noticed a flavor change. The only way I know to describe it is to say that there was a richness to the meat that was raised on the farm that simply wasn't there in the beef that I purchased. Today, we're blessed to have a number of local and regional farms offering their meat products, including Jim Farm, Mitchell's Beef, Century Harvest Farms, and Colvin Family Farms. And if you're not able to make it to the farmer's market, Three Rivers Market on Central Avenue offers local grass-fed beef. I recently purchased pasture-raised beef, which I chopped into stew meat. I needed it for a Vietnamese beef stew recipe that caught my eye on the tasting table website. That broth offers a powerful punch with the addition of cinnamon sticks and star anise. But what completed that dish was the use of the local meat. But my words won't convince you of that. Eating it will. Here's the Vietnamese beef stew recipe. I urge you to give it a try. The ingredients are two tablespoons of unsalted butter, two pounds of beef chuck cut into one-inch cubes, two yellow onions thinly sliced, one jalapeno stemmed and sliced into rounds, four whole star anise, two cinnamon sticks, one-half cup brown sugar, one-fourth cup fish sauce, three cups low-sodium beef stock, preferably homemade or at least organic, four medium carrots cut into one-inch pieces, salt to taste. I also added a package of shiitake mushrooms. To prepare it, you heat the butter in a large Dutch oven over medium-high heat. Brown the beef on all sides about 15 minutes, working in batches if you need to. Add the onions and cook until softened, making sure to stir to prevent burning, about 8 minutes. Add the jalapeno, star anise, and cinnamon to the pan and cook, stirring, until fragrant, about 2 minutes. And I mean fragrant. That will hit your nose. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. You add the sugar and cook, stirring, until dissolved. Then you add the fish sauce and cook, stirring and scraping those little bits of uh, burnt pieces on the bottom of the pan. And you do that for about a minute. Then you pour in the beef stock and you bring it all to a boil. And let me tell you, your house is going to smell so good. Reduce the heat to medium-low and let that simmer covered until the beef is tender. About an hour, hour and ten minutes, something like that. Add the carrots and mushrooms if you plan to use them. Cook uncovered until the carrots are tender. About ten minutes. Add salt if you need a little and then dish it into four to six servings, depending on how much you want. This stew is fabulous. And this is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact 
Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. We want to say thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here at 9 o'clock at WDVX.com or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. We'll visit with Roy Milner, who is the managing partner of the brew team of Blackberry Farm Brewery. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at theemmysunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.